Hello everybody, it's your host, Abiodun Omonijo. With the change in our work life brought by the coronavirus pandemic comes the uncertainty for a lot of people. Concerns range from outright job losses to being able to find one's fit in the new ways we have to work. Companies and individuals are now more than ever before embracing and in fact preferring the idea of working remotely. A sharp shift from the traditional office setting will be. Today, if you are not in the physical manufacturing of goods or direct customer service like we have in the banks, you really do not have to be in an office space where everybody would be crowded into that uh, large hall or small cubicle. And guess what? This is really just the beginning. As time goes on, more people will walk off-site. The gig economy is the future. Our common future. But then, you know what? A lot of people are yet to fully understand how this new life of ours works. People have what to offer at this very crucial turning point in history, but they are yet to make it ready for consumption, for the benefit of mankind. Some others who are ready, who are already working in the age are simply still struggling to grapple how to balance their new system and their work demands and ethics. Today, we will be doing a four-part series on the push for remote workers. This will feature talks by people who have been there and done that. People who have been working remotely before this time will be featuring talk on business generally and how to scale as a remote worker in certain fields. So, stay with us. In this episode, we will be having on Martinuke Ajayi, the CEO of Gigastreams Consulting, an HR management firm. She is a business and personal development expert. Over the past 10 years, she has helped in redesigning 
and organization structure of several businesses. Please relax, pay attention, and do take a listen as we learn something new and build on past knowledge and experiences that we have had. Thank you. Hello, good day. My name is Antinike Ajayi, and today we'll be looking at um, Startup Clarity for Business Success. The Startup Clarity for Business Success is a step-by-step guide to starting and growing successful businesses, and um, it's very important for us to know what to do when we're starting our businesses, to know what to expect in starting successful and sustainable businesses. So let's quickly look at um, what we call the reality check. Now, in this lesson, I want you to know how to see yourself clearly as a business owner. Now, I want you to also check that you have what it takes to start your own business. It's good to be objective as we start our businesses. But we need to also take a hard look at your personality and resources. What are your personality? What resources do you have to grow the business of your dream? Now, let's look at the good, the bad, and the unexpected delight of running the show. The good, the bad, and the unexpected delight of running your own business. Now, I'm going to start by pointing out that nothing in life stays the same. It's also like that in business. Nothing in business like life stays the same we know that life itself is unpredictable some days are good some days are bad and some are just unexpectedly profitable now the good in business far outweighs the bad encountered in starting successful businesses now the good thing about running your home business is that the final decision is always just to make you are the boss now, let's look at the benefits of being the boss. Now, the benefits of being the boss is the good part of running the show. Now, number one benefit is that you're never bored. You're never bored. The second benefit is that you will constantly be challenged. Things will challenge your business. You'll be constantly challenged to do better things to do better, to strive better, to thrive better in business. Now, the other benefit is your time is your own. Your time is your own. You have the opportunity of creating an ideal work environment. You can make your work fit into your life. You can make what you do fit into your life. Now, you don't have to beg for a promotion or a salary increment because you are the boss. And finally, you don't have a boss. You are the boss. Now, a particular guy called Andrea Aria said that, and I quote, that the fragility of not knowing if clients will be around month to month is tough. So there are also some bad encountered in business. But the truth is, the bad encountered in business can't be permanent. It's just going to be for a short time, the bad should be temporal. 
Now, the bad things or the challenges they're going to encounter in business are numerous. We're going to list them and then we're going to discuss about them. You'll be scared a lot. Most often than not, you'll be out of sync with the rest of the world. Now, the truth is, in business, employees will have to distress. You will have to rely on customers and clients at all times. You're responsible for knowing everything about your business, including taxes. You will think about money almost all the time. These are the challenges encountered in business. Now, let's look at the unexpected delight of running your own business. Now, one of the delights of running your own business is the kind of respect that you're going to get from strangers. When they hear that you're a business owner, they would respect you. Richard to say, oh, you are this chief executive officer of this particular company. How amazing. How are you coping? Now, the other delight you're going to get from business is you're going to be amazed at how right you fit into your new role. You're going to be also amazed at the speed of your workday. You'll be amazed at the excitement you get from the little things. You'll be amazed at the new things you'll know. That's some of the unexpected delights of running your own business. Now, let's talk about personality. Are you a people pleaser? For you to start and grow a sustainable business, you must know how to please people. You have to please your customers. You have to please your clients. Are you organized? You have to be organized in business. Are you a planner? Are you diplomatic? Are you confident? You have to be confident to talk to customers. You have to be confident to let them see why your product or your service is better than that of your competitor. You have to be a risk taker. Starting a business involves a lot of risk. Are you flexible? You can't be rigid in the business. If you're making a particular product and a customer comes in and gives an input to say, oh, why don't you do it this way? You have to be flexible to accommodate the advice or the concern of your customers. Are you a hard worker? Are you able to ask for help? Are you a good leader? Because in business, you're going to lead people. You're going to lead your staff. You're going to lead your team members. You have to be a good leader. You have to lead by example. Are you competitive? You know how there that competitors are there. So you have to be able to beat them at their game. Can you live on a fluctuating income? Some of the things that we need to look at in business because we said that you have to look at your resources and your personality and see if you have what it takes to succeed. Now, let's have a critical reflection time. A critical reflection time. Now, it is good advice or good suggestion or good initiative for you to ask your friends and family how they see you. Because they see you, they can advise you. They know your area of strength and your area of weaknesses. So they can advise you. Because they know. Can you handle a failed business? Now, a lot of young people, or a lot of entrepreneurs, or startup entrepreneurs, are very afraid of failure. Now, we should not be afraid of failure. Because failure is actually a stepping stone to success. 
So if you fail, that's, that's not bad. That's fantastic. All you need to do is, what are the lessons learned from that failure? Pick those lessons up. Get yourself up and start all over again. Now, the third question I'm going to ask you is, can you provide for yourself and dependence? Business is slow. How do you feel about putting in 12 hours a day for weeks on end? How do you feel? Do you have a year of your expenses saved? Calculate your monthly expenses and multiply it by 12. That is your annual expense. Do you have that saved? Do you have it set aside in savings? If you have it set aside in savings, then you can start because you're going to need resources to start up your business. But because of the um, era that we are here, a lot of businesses will go virtual. You should get yourself a good working computer or a laptop. You need to get um, a good data service provider because you need to use the internet and to send documents to your clients and customers. So you have set aside at least a year of your expenses in savings. If you don't have that there, it might be really tough. So we would advise that you can start your business but you can make it part-time. You can work for an organization. You can provide a service for someone and then start your business part-time. Now, let's look at starting a business. The idea on how to make it happen. Now, there's a difference between a dream and a realistic business. There's a difference between a dream and a realistic business. Now, for you to start a business, you want to look at what your passion, what passions do you have? What is your passion? What do you love? What do you hate? These are pointers to your passion. What problems are you solving? Are people willing to pay for this service or product? You also need to look at the gap analysis. Is there a gap in the market that you can fill in terms of reach and margin? Is there a gap that you need to fill in the market? Is there a need that you need to fill? Now, once you know this need and you can reach it, can you acquire what it takes? To supply or to fulfill this need, can you make it grow? Now, your passion and your interest, coupled with your natural ability or your natural aptitude, what comes in naturally for you? What is it that you don't struggle with? Now, what people are willing to pay you for? This passion and interest that you have and the natural skills that come to you without any challenges 
And then what people can pay you for? If people can pay you for it, and you have a natural aptitude for it, and that's where your area of strength and passion are, then you've gotten a sweet spot. That means the idea is workable, is doable. So that's your passion. That's what you love. Sometimes what we hate is even a pointer to what your passion is. What problems are you solving? Are people willing to pay for the service or product? Is there a gap in the market that you can fill? Is there a knowledge gap in getting the totality of the product or the service to the market? If there's a knowledge gap, that's where we have this startup clarity for business success. It's an avenue to learn, to learn things about business, to scale up, to pivot, and to start and build a sustainable business. I want to thank you very much for watching this seminar. My name is Omuatinuke Ajayi. I'm a business and um, a human resource management coach. I founded Gigastreams Consulting and we provide human resource solutions. So once again, I want to thank you very much for listening. You have a wonderful day. Bye for now. Wow, that was a great one. I believe you have learned a lot. Do send your questions to And don't forget to follow us and stay updated with our latest podcast. Thank you for listening and do have a lovely time. It's your host once again, Abiodun Omonjo. Bye.